Welcome back to Rust and Ruin. This is episode two. So last time we're gonna so we're gonna jump on into it. By the way, last time uh, the party met, we uh, were introduced to Orgel and Valmea and Silsi, who is not with us. I'll be playing Silsi today. And uh, Neris, who was a uh, who was traveling with them. They did some wandering in the woods. They met up with a yellow tree sort of organism. Was it Orgel or... No, it was Silsi who got a pet frog. And then they met a traveler running down from... Uh, running down the road screaming for help that his wife and daughter had been abducted. And dragged into the wood. Well, dragged into the the water in a pond. So we'll pick up there. And the traveler, you have learned that his name is Sed, and he is an elven man. And he is he is with you. He is in hysterics, and he is looking at this um, the boundaries as you are walking. There seems to be some glistening, magical boundary um, on either side of the pond. And so you've walked back in front of the pond, and across the way, you saw a hut, and then a strange cloaked figure came out and screamed at you. She screamed, and then retreated back to her hut, and that is where we'll pick up. Oh. Yeah. So it's, so, a, it's a nice day. <laughs> that's not. Do we scream back? Uh, what's what's forest etiquette? Silsi says, uh, I, don't, I don't think that we do that. I think we need to go save them. You, you remember the, the elven man's wife and daughter yeah, he paid us already yeah i remember that part um who has the money for no, no that doesn't matter if my memory serves me correctly or like um some sort of um like veil mm -hmm. that gave the impression that we're gonna have to go through the water to get yeah through. on the left and on the right you see the woods however there is a um, it's like a, it is clear and you can see through that to the other side. However, there is a shimmer about it. I don't know if you've seen, uh, the movie Annihilation. There's a shimmer. It's kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. So you want to have a boat? There. Um, I'm going to do a perception check of the water. <laughs> okay. Okay. Strong. That's going to be a twenty-three. Oh, nice. So, surveying the pond, you don't see a boat. You do see um, evidence of a struggle going into the pond, where it looks like somebody like grabbed onto the side and tore off, tore out the grass, and their their hands dug into the dirt. Um. And you see 
bubbles across the pond in a couple different areas where uh, creatures underneath the water. You did see a uh, a long snout pop up and then go back under, which I believe you saw last time as well. Right. Um, so we're going to say, uh, I guess we'll test out the shimmer. I'm down. I'm going to walk up to it, um, and however far away I can reach it full extension with arm out and my model out, I just want to, like, poke the shimmer. Okay. Uh, so you're poking it with your arm? Just My your arm? weapon. Your weapon. My model. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the mall. Hmm. Does the mall go the mob does pass through, um, and it looks like it's piercing through uh, just a thin layer of gossamer. Okay, I'll take it back. When you pull it back, it's actually, it's more... It's more obtrusive than it is when you poked it through, if that makes any sense. It kind of like... Mm. There's definitely a reaction. Sure. I can send Ollie through. No, I can't send Ollie through. And Silsey puts his frog back in his pocket. Um, I'm going to turn to Celestine and say, do you trust me? Uh, kind of. Cool. And I'm going to take my rope and tie it around his waist. Oh, God. I don't know what's happening here. You tug on this twice if you need me to pull you back out, okay? Sure. And then I kind of like... Pat him on the back forcefully to like push him towards the uh, the veil. Okay, hesitantly, Silsey goes towards uh, the shimmer and puts an arm through and screams in pain. Ah! Sorry, that was a reaction. <laughs> and then he goes back through. And it seems like he passes through okay, unharmed. Before he gets further, I'm going to pull him back to see if it pops like the mace did. So you, you start to pull him back, and then there's a thud as he hits the shimmer. And he doesn't come through. Uh, I don't like this. You'll be fine. Suck it up. What do you think? Should we follow? I mean, if he's not coming back, might as well, right? It's either that or abandon him, so I just go forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll follow. Thanks for not leaving me. I'll uh, untie him and put the rope back. And yeah, you, you pass through. And... <sighs> 
It's like passing through a ghost. There's a cool sensation on your skin. Let's see. If give me an hmm, Arcana or I I'll take insight as well. Arcana or insight. Do insight. Twenty-three. <laughs> wow. Must be nice. <laughs> I did Arcana and got a ten. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, insight. Um. You don't think you? Well, you can't see it, just because it wasn't Arcana. But you get the overwhelming impression that this is similar to the yellow tree turning into mist. It's a similar sort of magic. It's not it's like it's not a transformative magic, but it's of the same genre. Would I have any insight into whether or not this is something that is like akin to a concentration spell? What is your familiarity with magic? Um, whatever the giant showed me, so probably not much. But maybe a little. Um, maybe a little, yeah. Probably not something like this, though. Right. You... You get the feeling that it, it could... It can be, um, you can, there is a way to make it disappear. Sure. I guess we're going to have to go meet the new neighbor. Let's go. Um, as we're approaching this hut, can I try to make another perception check to see if there's like, back exits or traps or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Valmea, you can give me a perception check as well. Silsi yeah. rolled an 8. I need to show you my dice because I got a 22. <laughs> my goodness. These are loaded dice. <laughs> Digital dice are screwing me over. Uh-oh. Got a 6. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't... I like D&D, but I don't trust it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think they have, they have plans. <laughs> so, as you are as you are approaching the hut, it is rather small. Um, you only see one entrance, and you you see one window and one entrance, one doorway. It's a it's a wooden hut. Nothing strange about it. It is kind of on a small stilts, um, but you think that's maybe so it doesn't just slip down into the pond. Okay. So, uh, what's the plan? Uh, let's go kill this thing, I guess. 
right. Uh, you go in first. I'll follow right behind. Well, I don't know about that. Let's... Come on. Ladies first. Right? Fine. Why not? I'll go first. I'll go right behind. Weapon out. Silsi yeah. follows, and then Neris. Thought so. So there is, um, there's a, there's a few steps that lead up, and into the hut. And there is a wooden door. Do you want to knock, or do you want to just? I don't really see the the point in knocking. Um. What do you guys think? Should we knock? Oh, I think try those traps. So. Right. Should we approach this politely to begin with? We got screamed at. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, overdoing things by introducing ourselves. Mm. I, I don't think she wants us here. My guess. Alright. I'm not expecting a good conversation with her. Yeah. I'm cool with just picking it down. Let's go. Let's do it. Alright, right, give me a strength check. Are you just trying are you trying to kick it? I just whatever gets it open. If it doesn't look like it's necessary to kick it, then I'll just open it. <laughs> you try to open it and it does I mean it it's not locked. But you push yeah. and there's something blocking it. Great. Okay. Strength check. It's looking at a nice nine. Nine. You kick and uh, you do um, manage to make it move a little bit, but it comes back. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll uh, put my hand on your shoulder to kind of get you out of the way. I'll try to <laughs> shoulder this thing. Alright, so that will be just strength. Yeah. That'll be a 16. Okay. That'll do it. So you kick in the door and something moves from behind whatever is blocking the door. And inside, it is completely dark. If you have night vision. Do you have night vision? I do. Or dark vision? Not night vision. Yes. Yeah, dark vision. <laughs> up, to um, goggles. <laughs> up to up to sixty feet. Okay. Cool. So. Um it's uh so everything's kinda in this gray scale. And You see that there are some unlit lanterns. There is a bed frame, but no no actual bed. There is a there is a chest in the left well, you're looking so your left corner of the room. 
and in the far right corner there is a cage and shackled in that cage you see um, a Swerf Neblin woman and a half-elf, half-Swerf Neblin uh, child. Alright. So I found the guy's family, sounds like. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of, Sed did not come with you. He's waiting back at the boundary. Mm. Okay. Um, there's no other doors, right? You do not see another door. Okay. First thing I want to do is open that chest. Go do it. <laughs> I mean, the, the family's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> might as well go ahead and investigate. Right. Um... <laughs> With the window and everything, is it still pitch black in there, or can I see, like, anything? Um, with the woods, it's, I mean, there's a little light, but not okay. much. It's, uh, you're deep in the heart of the woods. Okay. So, the so I'll kind of keep my back to the entrance. Yeah, the canopy's uh, taken up most the of the, canopy's taken up most of the light. Gotcha. As Neris comes in, he says, mm, I have a torch. And he'll try to he'll try to light it. Okay. He fidgets around with it. And you get some get some light from his torch. Can I see what I knocked over? Or yes. Um, it's a it's a small um, it's a small table. It looks like maybe uh, a gnome, which is what Silsi is. I said halfling last time. Silsi, correction, is actually a gnome. My bad. We all make mistakes. We all have those days. <laughs> well, it looks like maybe a gnome or halfling, someone, um, some small humanoid might have eaten here. No, no signs of life other than the two in the cage. No. You do see bones. Animal bones. And what, um, Valmea, you might not would recognize them as animal bones, but Orgle, yeah, these are animal skeletons. Valmea, let's see, um, you can give me you're trying to open this. Do you have Do you have any tools? Um, let's see. There is a lock on it. I carry a quarter staff. I don't know if that would be helpful in this situation. I mean, you could try to whack it open like whack. I do have a crowbar. Like Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> I have a crowbar. I have a um, hammer. You could try to pry it open if you want. I have a hammer. Uh, you try to smash the lock. That's up to you. If you want to smash the lock, I can definitely help with that too. Yeah, I'm thinking that's our best bet right now. So I'll pull out the hammer. You need a strength check or? Yeah, that'd be strength. Okay. 
um, Orgol is going to assist you, though, right? So you can take advantage. Yes. <laughs> Nine. With advantage? No. Well, okay. With advantage. Yeah, nine. Once again, uh, just like before, it's kind of like... Yeah, I'll just try. hand you the hammer. <laughs> I'll use my, uh, my maul. Okay. And... 17. Okay. Um, and with a 17, you're, you're able to not completely smash it to bits. Um... But you do break the lock. Hooray! All right. What are the caged? Uh... <laughs> in, in the corner, luckily, and Doing, luckily, saying, like... luckily, Sed's not here to see this. Nair's right. all for it. You see Silsey peering into the cage. Um, mm -hmm. But um, the deep gnome and the child are both unconscious. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it looks like they're asleep or unconscious. You can't tell if they're, um, you can't tell what their condition really is. Sure. So you examine them. So we've gotten the chest open, yeah? Yes, we have the chest open. I'll check on whether or not they're alive in a second, but, mm-hmm, Loot first. Exactly. So, Priorities. Yeah. There is, um, on top, there is a, um, a white cloth that is stained with dirt and maybe blood. Nice. Um, Orgle, you're the one who's lifting it open. You're lifting up. Sure. You need to make a constitution save. No. <laughs> Let's see. Be at twelve. Yeah. So you're gonna take eleven <laughs> psychic damage. Oh my god. My precious brain. As there's just a like an energy blast that goes through you and hits you right in the face. And it, f it feels like you ate too much ice cream and you're having a brain freeze. All right. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm going to go ahead and do second wind. Um, So I'm going to roll 1d10 plus 2. All right. So I got 12. <laughs> nice. So I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> it hurts for a second, but then you're better. Yeah. So you lift up the, uh, the cloth. Mm -hmm. And underneath it, you find... Um, a skeleton, just individual bones of a skeleton, um, 
you see the skull and then what appears to be the torso and then underneath the torso you have um, the legs and the limbs. Beneath that there is a jar. Um, it's a clay jar and on the outside it is uh, painted black. And then beside the clay jar, at the, the very bottom, you find um, ten blessing. All right. What's in the jar? That's a good question. I'll, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll open the jar. I'm going to take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open the jar. Um, you're going to need to make... Um, Danger. <laughs> You're actually going to make, need to make a strength check first. Oh, I haven't been doing well with those. <laughs> Four. You can't, Four. You can't get it open. Can I break it? You can try. Is that another strength check? Um, yes, <laughs> it, it will be. Can I do like a insight check to see if I should break it? Yes. Okay. Let's do that first. That would be very wise. Um, thinking 16. about this at all will help. <laughs> 16? 16, yeah. You, you get the feeling that it's definitely cursed, uh, especially after the <laughs> the blast that just happened. That's exciting. I want to keep it. Okay. <laughs> I will uh, check on the two captives. Can I do like a medicine check? Um, yes, but you're going to make it a disadvantage because you can't get to them. The, okay. Because the cage, it's um, it comes out from the wall, like ten sure. feet, and they're they're up against the wall. Well, ten. This That's good enough to tell that they're not dead, um, but they seem pretty bruised, mm -hmm. and that they're they're definitely in some pain. Um, do, do you think you could maybe hit it with your, your big weapon, like you did the, the chest? Sure, buddy. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do a strength check. 
21. Oh, yeah. It uh, breaks the lock on the cage. And the the door of the cage. And now you need to roll initiative. There is a magical darkness that fills the hut. Um, and it is pitch black. You cannot see through it. Not even with dark vision. <laughs> okay. I rolled a dirty 20. Awesome. So we have Valmaya. Valmaya. Orgel. 14. Still see. Neris. Rusalka. Oh, All righty. So it's going to be Valmea. Then Orgel, then the Rusalka, Silsi, and Neris. I don't know if I want to go first. <laughs> so, there's a magical darkness that fills the hut. It's completely pitch black. Uh, your eyes cannot penetrate through it. And you don't hear the scream like you did before, but you can almost hear it in your ears. It's a weird sensation. It's like your, it's like phantom limb, and you're getting the feeling that maybe, uh, maybe the creature is screaming, and this is kind of what was being picked up on the wind earlier. Uh, okay. <laughs> Battle music. <laughs> I mean, is there even like a like a physical being for me to like attack? Um, you can make a perception check. Let's see, nature. Let's see, you can make nature perception. You could even do insight. You, from what you saw earlier, you saw this creature vanish. So it did retreat. You saw it start to retreat back to the hut, but then it vanished. So yeah, it it is um, corporeal, but also it can turn into this immaterial substance.
you can um, you can hold your action. I mean, I don't have anything that isn't at this level. I don't have anything except for like physical attacks, really. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I would yeah. tell you more, but you roll eleven, so. Right. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense for me to make a move at the moment. Okay. So yeah. So I'm, I'll hold I'm off. gonna hold. Orgle. Um, I think I'm just gonna do a dodge action. Just see if anything tries to hit me. Okay. Because I'm kind of in the same boat. Can I do a perception? Yes. Uh, six. It's, it's dark. Yeah, it's really dark. Um, you don't know how it's this dark. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. So yeah, in this impenetrable darkness, um, the Rasalka is going to strike. And it's going to strike at you, Valmaya. Figures. Oh, come on then. Is a thirteen hit? <laughs> it does. I'll ask just to ask, but like would it have like gone close enough to me for me to do like a reaction of some sort? You are very, very close to Valmea, so I'll say yes. Okay, so I'm going to do my uh, Sentinel feat. Okay. Um, so, basically, if they're going to make an attack against a target other than me within five feet, I'm going to use my reaction to make a melee attack against them. Awesome. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't thank me yet, because I'm just swinging in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Better than nothing. I guess so. Um, let's see. Okay, that's going to be a 23 to hit. Dang, yeah. That hits. Yes, sir. Okay. I guess it's close quarters, so it could be hard to miss. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's going to be 8 damage. Ooh. And then uh, for the Sentinel, I think I stop her in her tracks. I don't know if she's still close enough. I guess she would have been to do her attack. So, but she her movement speed's now zero. Cool. So, what happens is, so is it a with Sentinel? Is it a physical attack? Is it a when I hit a creature? Yeah, with, a, with, with an opportunity attack, uh, the speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn. Okay. And then, um, yeah, whenever they make an attack against someone other than me, my reaction, which I just did, is to do, like, a full attack on them. So, um... So she wouldn't be able to, like, disengage. Right. Should make it. Trying to do the... Okay. So, what happens is, the Rusalka, um, there's... A blur of movement. You, it's you feel it rather than see it. Um, so you feel the effects like of her passing 
through the room. And then, almost like at the speed of light, Orgel reacts and hits. You you don't see what he hits, but his movement <laughs> his, his movement strikes something. I was just you know uh, a blind reaction, um, and and a lot of luck. And he hits um, he hits something, and the darkness drops. As you see Valmea, you see claws come inches from your face. And so that dropped the darkness, and uh, you can now see this Rusalka creature. And what you see is a bluish-green skinned female humanoid um, with long blackish-green hair, almost like the pond is mixed with her hair. And a long, thin gown that is clinging to her skin. Um, and then there's also, like, uh, underwater weeds. It's not seaweed, but similar. Uh, underwater weeds that are wrapped around her legs and arms. Silsi is going to get a chance to attack. It's hard to imagine him being even remotely violent. <laughs> so. Let's see here. He's going to swing. He's going to miss, and it's going to be Neris' turn. It adds up. <laughs> doesn't want to be violent. It adds up. Neris is going to use his crossbow, and just with one hand on this crossbow, just launches it. He's actually going to hit. Oh, nice. And he's going to do seven damage. And the crossbow sticks into one of her ribs. Um, and she lets out a, a vicious scream. High pitch. Just, similar to the one last time. That she tried to scare you off with. Valmea, you can now see her, and she is about a foot or two away from you. Okay. She's right in front um, of your face. Yeah, I'm going to go at her with my quarterstaff. All right. And does a 13 hit? No. So, That's really embarrassing. I'm um, just it. totally mad. With our rules, if you if the if the AC is thirteen and you roll a thirteen, it uh, will it will hit in this game. Okay? So a tie will hit. Tie or above hits. 
Um, but you were you just missed. So her AC She's is a, a little 14. higher. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unlucky. Orgle. And you both. I'm gonna do something crazy and swing again. <laughs> you both are so close that you can smell the stench of her. It's just putrid smell. That's what makes it more embarrassing that I missed <laughs> a big quarter step, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you're trying to you're trying to you know fidget you it around. Just saw this creature emerge, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, she's, um, she's I got a dirty twenty. Yeah, that hits. Um, that will be 10 damage. Oh. Nice. About to switch to normal dice. And if, um, she's still up, I'm going to go ahead and use my action surge and make another attack. She is still up. I'll swing again. That is a 23. That's another hit. This time for 12 damage. Ooh. Nice. bringing it. I mean, I'm glad someone's being productive because the rest well, of us are just... If this whole campaign's hitting things, <laughs> fine. Do we ever have to talk to someone... I, I'm in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I can hit things with my hammer. We need that right now. The Rusalka is very pissed off at you, Orgle. And her jaw drops and unhinges as she lets out a, an inhuman scream and her eyes just bulge. And you will need to make a wisdom save. That's going to be a 14. You you just managed to save. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky. And... Silsi... Silsi is going to creep up as uh, she is screaming at you, Orgle. Uh, and he's going to just touch the back of her with one finger um, and cast Inflict Wounds. Nice. Okay, Silsi. <laughs> and it does hit. Very nice. Silsi's on the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Any 
and he does 21 damage. <laughs> what? Oh my god, Silsey. crap, Silsey. <laughs> and so, the Rasalka, she vanishes into a puff of smoke. Um, Neris is like, I didn't know you could do that. That's, that's pretty impressive, little guy. Pats him on the back, and Silsey just falls forward. Um, right. We're going to stay in initiative, though. Oh, no. So, um, the cage is open. Let's go. I guess, I mean, they're still unconscious, right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess we can just carry them out. Uh, unless, is there anything else you guys wanted to see in here? I think I've seen enough of this hut. Yeah, same. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, we got the blessings, right? Did you pick those up? All right. All right, we're set. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. You don't want the bloody cloth, do you? <laughs> I think I'll pass. You good on bones? I got bones. You're okay on bones. Guys, maybe we should look at the walls. And as Silsey points this out, there is blood all over the walls. And you see that it actually makes out words. Um... Orgle, you might not be familiar with the language. However, it does look similar to, to Vorian, to, and that's our common. Um, but it is, Valmea, you would be familiar with it. It is Upper Vorian, um, what the nobles and the elites speak. Okay. And in Upper Vorian, the blood says and then this is all across the walls on one wall it says destroy on the other uh, on the left wall left as when you came in look to the left uh, it says save on the wall behind or opposite side of the cage it says Sivana and then on um, on the wall that says destroy below it, it says soul. And then, um, opposite the cage again at the bottom, it says heart. Under Savannah? Mm-hmm. And then saves to the left. Yes. So, all together, your words are destroy, save, soul, savannah, heart. Okay. No one else understands this? Silsi can make out some of it. He's not a noble, but he does, he does see some similarities. With common, and so does Orgle. Um, but they're not going to be able to, to 
read everything. Okay. Um, Savannah would go over their head um, as it's just a name. Uh, heart and soul would seem to be the same thing in Vorian. In regular Vorian, heart and soul are the same. It just means heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll translate all of it for them just quickly. Okay. So Valmea passes that along. What would I need to roll to figure out Savannah? Um, give me an intelligence check. Might just be plain intelligence here. Okay. So there's one. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. There's one wall that does not have anything written. Right? Let's see. Left. You have the cage wall. One wall has a window, yeah. Okay. I got a 16 on that general intelligence check. Uh, yeah. I. With a sixteen, you you can be you can realize that this is not this is not a regular word. It must be some sort of uh, identifier. Yeah, I think we need to get out of here. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, I'll I'll get the the. Well, I don't know which one I should get. Maybe get the. I'll get the mother. Okay, I'll, I'll get. I'll get the daughter. So, um. Yeah. I'll get Celsi. <laughs> uh, I don't. Need to I can just carried. picture him like shaking, like looking at the walls. <laughs> you pick him up by the hips of his legs, kicking. <laughs> I, I don't need to be carried. I think I did a pretty good job. You did. You did great, buddy. You did some damage. More than me. So as you are carrying them down the steps of the hut, um, just give me a perception check. Not 20. Ooh. Same. Nice. Nice. I can see things and I can hit things. Dueling nat 20s. Alright, so. Orgle, you recognize that there is a large creature uh, running awkwardly and low to the ground from the pond coming towards you. Towards the group. Um, Valmea. The jar that you picked up is burning. Burning your skin. Well, can I put it in my backpack? <laughs> Will it burn my backpack? Is that, um, is that where it was? Uh, no. Okay, so, you can put it in your backpack, sure. But, like, with a, with a 20, would I know if it's going to burn through my backpack? 
not really what the perception is for. <laughs> but you're juggling it. It's like a hot potato. It's like it's scalding your hands as you pick it up. Oh, I kind of want to break it. Just put it in the backpack for now. For now. I'll unleash it on those guys with the wagon. <laughs> we haven't forgotten about this. <laughs> no, we're coming for them. They're next. <laughs> All right. So, um... Yeah, put it in the backpack. Hope for the best. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah, the, the there's a creature coming towards you. Um... And it's coming from the pond. I'll uh, put the woman down somewhat gently, but in a hurry. Get my weapon ready. And I'll let everybody know. So as you are preparing for this creature, um, it comes running up pretty swiftly. And this thing is huge. It is a scaled beast, is what you would classify it as. It is a large crocodile. And it is faster than you would think. As it is just, just you know, pounding towards you. You are going to get a chance to attack it first, though. So, uh, that was Silsi. It's going to be, Neris is going to start the initiative, then we'll go back to the top. I'm just going to write Croc here. Alright, so Neris is going to shoot another arrow at it. Yeah. I think I lost my backup here. Yeah, Neris is going to shoot an arrow, which he is now down to five. And that one just goes flying and misses. Oh, darn it. Oh, man. How close is this thing at this point? It is 60 feet away. 60? Mm hmm. Well, <laughs> um. The hut is very close to the pond. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything that I can attack from a distance, but, um, I could try to deter it. So, as a level two, um, and going to, you know, wizard school, um, I'm in the school of conjuration, so I basically can conjure up inanimate objects, um, no larger than three feet on, on one side, um, but I think I can conjure, hang on, let me check. In my hand or an unoccupied space, 
that I can see within 10 feet of me. And then it disappears after an hour. Um, so what's the spell? It's just minor conjuration. Oh, okay. It's just like a attack I have, or uh, an action. So is it different than minor illusion? I, I would think so. Disappears after one hour when you use this feature again, or if it takes or deals any damage. Okay. So, what are you um, creating? I would like to conjure um, a fire, if I can, just right between where we are and where the crocodile is. So I guess this, like 10 feet in front of us. That's my limit. So. so minor conjuration. This is an actual fire or is this an illusory fire? Does it say? It just says conjure inanimate objects. It does say it can deal damage. Oh. Cool. Um, but if it does deal damage, then it goes away. Gotcha. So. Yeah. So, I guess it's a real fire. Yeah, you conjure up a real fire. Um, Somewhat productive. <laughs> I'll just take your word for it because I don't see. So, yeah, I'll look it up later. So <laughs> I can send you. I'll correct it later. So you conjure up this. Uh, how, how big does it say? It has to be um, no larger than three feet on a side, and then no more than 10 pounds, but that's not really relevant. So it's not going to be too big? No, it wouldn't be too big. So there is a small little fire. Um, there's an opportunity for it to catch, though. It's jacked. It does recognize the fire, but... You don't think it's deterred by it. Sense. Alright, but it is it is still going. So there's a small little fire going. Um where would you where'd you place that? About thirty feet uh, ten feet's the limit, so I would have placed it ten okay, feet. Okay, so it's a little bit in front of you. Um, right. Orgle. I'm going to ready in action. Um, once this croc gets into range, I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. Cool. Silsi also wants to ready in action. Neris is going to shoot crossbow. He's down to four. Four bolts. See if you can hit it this time. Just barely. That's going to do six damage. Okay. It does not look phased. <laughs> Okay. 
Now it's the croc's turn. The croc is going to continue to charge at, uh, and it's going to get 30 feet closer. All right, Valmea. Welcome back. We killed the croc when you were gone. No, oh, how'd you do it? <laughs> Just missed it. You should have been here. It was crazy. Some some fist fighting with the crocodile and yeah, we just bought. Well, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> thirty feet. Uh, it travels thirty feet. So the croc is thirty feet away from you, twenty mm -hmm. feet away from the fire, and uh, there is a. Crossbow bolt sticking out of its hide. Doesn't look phased at all. Jeez. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, this is rough. Uh, Whose turn is it? Valmea. Here's the thing. I could throw a quarter staff at it, <laughs> but what do I do after I throw it? <laughs> but I don't have anything. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we really, should run. I mean, that was an option, I guess. But we gotta run in the direction of where it's at, right, to get back through. Oh, wait. We run I away from it. Through. Yeah, I think we're pretty much stuck. <laughs> we can't get through. This guy is just standing on the other side the whole time. Well, you can't see him right now. Uh, yeah, but like metagame. Yeah, he's waiting. Is he just watching this? <laughs> no, he's he cannot see you. Oh, okay. I was like... God, he's just like, yeah, there's my family. <laughs> no, he, he can't see you. So, um, yeah, you walked about 300, 350 feet. From that veil. From the barrier. Well, I mean, we could always run. <laughs> but this guy's booking it, too. So how fast are we? The croc is fast, but are we faster? <laughs> the answer is um, probably not. No. This is walking 30 feet for me. Um, very great. Love that. I mean, there's nothing I can actually do until it's like right there. So, either we can run, or I can just skip my skip my turn once again. Okay. You skipping? Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, didn't Silsi express that we should run? Yes, Silsi said you should run. Is there any commentary from the rest of the group? I'm fine with either. Either way. Uh, I don't think we're going to live through this. 
technically, I just have to be faster than you. But. <laughs> yeah, this thing will probably slow down to eat one of us. Uh, not so it. So got the shortest legs. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if this guy loves his wife or his daughter more. Oh, God. I forgot about them. <laughs> uh, no, I. I'm going to choke up on my mall, kind of just ready to, like, stand my ground. So, if they run, that's fine. I'm going to try to be a hero, I guess, even though it's probably the dumb move. So, you would stay if they take off running? Well, I can't yeah, leave at that. Now. At least for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then, I mean, we in this. <laughs> All right. So um, I will forego my turn. Silsi runs and he he's not gonna run away. He's gonna run over to where um the Sverf Neblin woman and the child are and kinda take a protective stance. And Neris is gonna do the same, surprisingly. Wow. Alright. Um and the crocodile is going to just keep on running. He's going to come up close to you now. Um, and Valmea, as um, as he gets within five feet from you, mm. you just hear a <clears throat> as something right behind you falls to the ground. Not my jar. <laughs> my jar. As, yes. As you look uh, and you smell it now, it burned a hole in your bag. Figures. My jar of dirt. Okay. Did it break at least when it fell? No. Couldn't even do me that. Alright. Can I throw it at the crocodile? <laughs> Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could try. I would like to do that. That seems satisfying. Okay. Wait, is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. You're going to need to make um, a dexterity dexterity check. And a constitution save after that. Oh. It's going to burn your hands. Okay. Dexterity. You managed to get it out quickly, um, and to throw it at pretty accurately. Make your con save. We're looking at a sixteen. Okay, so you're not you're not gonna take too much damage. Yeah, sixteen. You're gonna take four, um, four damage, and it's from the heat. Of the jar. It burns your hands. I will live with that. Now, this jar hits the crocodile yeah. and <laughs> he's, he's not far from you. So you throw it and you hit him directly in the face with it. 
and you see that the the lid of the jar pops off and a black smoke what have I done? escapes from the jar and you hear <laughs> the scream as the resolve nice. is set free and the croc seeing this in terror awkwardly maneuvers around and is like I'll have lunch later and starts to run away Orgle you are now faced with the Rusalka <laughs> as the crocodile is fleeing Um, I will take a swing at the Rosalka. <laughs> 23. You hit it. Ooh, that is going to be a 15. Ooh. That's as hard as I can hit. Wow. Nice. Yeah, you do some damage to her. Um... She's probably mad, though. She is mad. I don't know why she'd be mad at us. We freed her. Honestly. <laughs> like, ungrateful. We ruined a perfectly good backpack for this. Exactly! So, the Rosalka is going to take aim at Orgle. And the eyes uh, start to bulge out of her head again, and you need to make a wisdom save. Eighteen. Nice. You do save. Nice. <laughs> Silsi um, is protecting... And he is going to hold his uh, turn. Neris, down to four bolts. Mm. He uh, picks up the child in his arms, uh, in his left arm, and holds the crossbow in his right, and he's going to shoot a crossbow bolt. Nat 20. Mm. Wow. Nice. And it's going to do 10 damage. As she is in pain. Valmea. Um, I feel like I know her name. Do you now? And I, feel, I feel like I do. I think it uh, is kind of ringing a bell. Kind of remembering what I saw on the walls in the hut. Um, and so, she's 30 feet away, right? Where the crocodile was. She's well, about, um, she is about 20 feet away. Um, yeah, so, ish. She's 20 feet away. Okay. Um, 
So I'm going to once again use um, thaumatur- thaumaturgy. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that one. Um, <laughs> but this time I'm going to use it to create instantaneous sound that originates from, uh, let's say, I want it right in her ears. Um, and I'm just choosing like ominous whispers. Um, if I can specify though, it would be nice to have some of them, uh, every now and then she catches her name in those whispers, uh, something that's just going to kind of throw her off, take her attention off of, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. So give me some flavor. What does it, what does it sound like? (sighs) Well, it's whispers. So... Her name's pronounced Savannah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, can I choose? Yeah. The whispers there? Okay. Um, so, she's going to have one saying, Savannah, Savannah. And then another one that's going to say, um, Leave now, leave now. Mm. Um, another that says, Uh, um, danger. She's going to say danger, danger. Uh, and then one following that that says approaches. So danger approaches. Uh, basically, we're trying to scare her and make her feel like she's met her match. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll a wisdom save for her. She failed. Nice. <sighs> so, you see the Rasalka. Her head tilts. And the eyes go back in from where they're bulging out of her head. And you see a very human-like uh, facial expression come upon her. And it's not terror, but it's extreme sadness. And then it is quickly overcome back with this dark glare as it the, the expression goes away. But it's almost like you hit something deep within her. So she's cursed, like proper cursed. <laughs> she does not flee, though. The Rasalka does not flee. Yeah, but can we restore her back to the part of her that we just saw? I don't have any spells for that. I'm useless, but I mean. <laughs> um, you can all make inside checks. Silsi doesn't doesn't do well on that. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Um, fourteen. Twelve and a fourteen. 
Um, so you're trying, you're piecing together, and this is all happening very quickly in your heads. Trying to piece together what was scrawled on the walls of the hut, and you've. Um, You're starting to think that there is a logic to it. There's an order to these words. Save Savannah. Uh, destroy soul and heart. Save. Orgle's turn. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna hit her. <laughs> I'm just gonna hit her for a brief second. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna hit anyway. Her. <laughs> um, that is a nat twenty. Ooh. So how are we doing crits? So you're gonna double the dice. Okay. Alright, that is a thirteen. Ooh. So you see that um well your maul does kind of slice through her skin and she's bleeding now. Uh, it is a mixture of black and red blood. At first, black oozes out, and then actual blood starts to spill out. The Rasalka, um, gaining her, um, her Rasalka appearance back. She is going to now lunge at Maris and Silsi. We'll see which one. Would I get um, an opportunity attack? Yes. Okay. Um, and the Sentinel. So presumably, because I ran up on her, mm -hmm. I'm stopping her in place. Yep. That is a 23 to hit. You hit. That Sentinel is awesome. It's super helpful when we have this very specific situation. Yes. <laughs> um, 10 damage. All right. Um, the Rasalka is bleeding heavily. Silsi... Um, guarding a woman is going to run up and try and hit the Rasalka. Does not succeed, and he's going to run back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, classic Silsi going in at the last second to save the day and get all the glory. Yeah. Neris has three bolts left. He's going to use one. He is... 
you you see him. He is moving back towards the barrier, which is about three hundred feet away. So he's running that direction. Uh, but he's going to let a bolt, a crossbow bolt, go. That does not hit. He's down to two bolts left. You just hear him curse under his breath. All right, Valmea. Okay, so here's the thing. Valmea typically would not care at all. <laughs> at all. I would happily kill someone. But I know what it's like to be, like, tormented and to be haunted. So I, I can't, I don't have it in me to hurt this person. I really want to figure out how to help her. Okay. You can do an insight check. I would like to do that. Uh, 15, 17. It's good. You, so piecing together those words... Um, you, you rec you, so you see save Savannah, you've put those two together, but you've also, um, you're starting to think that whenever, whenever you reach, whenever Savannah breaches or comes through the Rasalka, that she's not thinking clearly but she's thinking quickly like how do I get free right and so it's not grammatically correct whatever this is the words right. so with a 17 you're thinking save Savannah soul mm -hmm. destroy heart I mean, do I take it literally? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to kill her. <laughs> like trying to help her, just be like, ah. Well, you've also recognized that whenever you reduce her down to zero, whenever you kill her, mm. she just goes back to the jar. So she has to die. I mean, that's kind of what we're getting at. Or we need to do something to the jar. Uh, is the jar broken or the lid is just off? The lid's off. Should we break the jar? No. That's your call. Or should we? That's your... Guys, help you do, me! <laughs> whatever you do to the jar, it's your call. You don't have to do anything to the jar. You could try and flee. I'm covered in fur and bones, so you can try to solve this Rubik's Cube. I'm just trying to break it. <laughs> you can ask Silsi, too. Neris has already decided flee, but he's not thinking about the barrier, either, so... 
I don't want to just leave her either. Why am I being so nice? She's not like me. It's it's that look. That's why. Mm. It's that look we saw. I gotta help her. Silsi, what do you think I should do? Uh, something with the jar. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna try and, and help uh, the, the daughter. Okay. <laughs> He's like I'm smash. pulling the daughter. <laughs> like trying to get her closer <laughs> to the barrier. Uh, I'm gonna break the jar. Alright, so you go, you walk towards the jar. You yeah, can get to I it. Have a, I have a hammer. You can get to um, it. You'll have to break it next time. Orgle. Yeah. I'm gonna try to break the Rosalka. <laughs> <laughs> but I miss. Oh. Wild swing. Silsey is still gonna continue. Um, he manages to. Let's see. N- not be successful <laughs> in, in dragging this poor child. <laughs> Who is unconscious. Um, instead, he's going to look through his bag for something to wake the child up. Because he's realizing uh, he's not going to be able to drag her. Uh, let's see. Neris. Come on, Neris. Nat 1. This crossbow bolt just goes flying through the air. And it... Let's see... Okay, so it's going to miss everybody, <laughs> luckily. But <laughs> Valmea, you see it just go soaring only a few feet over your head. <laughs> Sorry! All right. He yells. <laughs> Multitasking. Valmea. All right, it's time. I've got my hammer. I'm going to try to smash the, the jar. Do it. Give me a strength, a strength check. I'm using my actual die this time because <laughs> it has not been looking good for me digitally. <laughs> Please. Okay. Okay. Seventeen. So you crack <laughs> the jar, and you crack it open, and it. So the... it's open. Yeah, the clay jar cracks open, and uh, inside is a thick black liquid that just oozes out. And underneath the liquid, there is a pulsing. The heart. The the heart. The heart. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I gotta wait, right? No, sure. I can't do it. No, you can. I can? Go ahead. I mean, we gotta stab it, of course. Okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. I'll just use the other side of my hammer, you know? Mm-hmm. And just, like an ice pick. Okay, make an attack on it. Okay. Um, we're looking at 15. Okay. 
Did it hit? It does the hit. wearing armor. It does hit. <laughs> okay. I'm more worried about um, how much damage you do to it, though. Right. Let me see what... So, it, a 10 hits it. I'm not sure... It doesn't have damage listed for hammer, so I don't know what to roll. I'm going to say a D4 plus 1. Okay, I'll take that. I can get it out. Here, let me just... We will try it. <laughs> okay, so you managed to get through um, this small little barrier that it has, and you push through the pulsing, and it splats, and it's, there's still a faint pulse. You think one more hit will do it. All right, Orgle. Would I be seeing this? Yeah, you're witnessing this. For the third time tonight, I'm just going to gently, like, please. <laughs> if we're hitting things. I'm just going to take it away. Like. Um, nat 20. Oh my god. Yes. That is a success. I hope you're not in the front row. Double the dice for splash radius. Okay. <laughs> The ground's gonna shake a little bit with this one. Um, so that's gonna be a twenty-one damage hit. Yeah, you <laughs> obliterate this heart, and just black ooze goes everywhere. All over. As she, the Rusalka, lets out a terrible scream. Just <laughs> as she collapses to the ground. And you see those, uh, what look like to be reptilian-like eyes, actually go back to this human shape. And you hear this sigh of relief escape as she breathes her last. Just this. As you've managed to destroy the Rasalka and set right. Savannah's soul free. I knew the answer lied in hitting something as hard as I could. That turned out to be the answer. It's gotten me this far. <laughs> I feel like she's going to need a mint leaf or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After so, what just took place. <laughs> so I'm covered in black ooze. And I just look at Vamea and I say, So, bandits? 100%. <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna go to uh, Silsi and pick up the girl awesome thank you I was trying to wake her up but I didn't have any luck don't beat yourself up <laughs> and y'all managed to make it back to where the barrier is and um said the elf uh comes running through as there is no longer a barrier that mystical veil is gone and he runs up to you and he's oh, are they alive 
far as we know. Yeah. Uh, took a beating, but they should be fine. And he is, he's kissing them both. Um, as, uh, y'all lay them in the ground, uh, on the ground. And we bury them. <laughs> we bury them alive. <laughs> After all that. So you lay them on the ground. Um, and said, actually has, He's going to do a medicine check here. <sighs> Thank you. I think they're going to be okay. As uh, he administers some sort of potion to them and they start to, to breathe a little easier. Their bruises are still look terrible. But um, they look like they will recover. Um, I say to said... Uh... Thanks for paying us. Uh, somebody had some potions. Uh, you know, um, I want to sweeten the deal a little bit. <laughs> since they are back alive, I can never repay you enough. And he actually he reaches within his cloak, and he says, "This is all I have." And he hands you two large um, potions. One has a majestic blue color, and the other has a deep red color and he says the red one um, is an elixir of health and the blue one well if, if you have any magic it's going to help you thanks buddy if I may um, said you gotta work on your whole like hunting strategy for finding <laughs> animals out here. Yeah, there's a lot. You don't have to nearly kill your whole family trying to find some rabbits. Maybe just stay away from bodies of water as mm. a general rule. And we're never going to another body of water ever again. <laughs> That's the lesson. <laughs> That's. Just that's the main takeaway here. <laughs> Don't go to water. No. Don't even drink it. Mm-mm. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. And uh, Neris is gonna say, "All right, let's uh, let's get back on the road. Leave these bandits, nice people, to themselves." Um, I, uh, put my arm around Neris. <laughs> Some wild shooting, buddy. <laughs> uh. I was trying to, I was trying to save the woman. Maybe, maybe just focus on one thing at a time. Fine, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> one day you'll thank me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and as you come back out on the road, there is a an abandoned wagon just sitting uh, yeah. in the middle of the road. Hmm. Seems a little sus. Can I make a perception check? Yeah. Be a seventeen. This is a setup. 
I cannot wait to beat these guys up. That's bait. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to hit these people. Uh, you, okay. you see tracks around the wagon. Uh-huh. And they're going off to either side of the road. But you don't see them right now. I would like to kind of silently kind of get everybody to stay back. And I am going to point at the far side. And I'm going to go into the woods to go near side. Okay. Okay. I feel like we need to use Chelsea as bait. <laughs> it's just an idea. I have rope. <laughs> I mean, can yank him before it's too bad. Or like as a distraction of sorts. I don't like being used as bait. <laughs> just that's my say in this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna break from the group and kind of head towards the left side. So are you going? You're going across the road? Um, I would I would have chosen to go whatever side wasn't crossing the road, like deeper okay. into the woods. Okay. So yeah, if we're going to ambush their ambush, though, mm-hmm. we have to have a distraction. Like, someone has to go up to the wagon. I've already taken off, so... Right. I'm sharing this with, with Silsi. Gotcha, gotcha. Whoever's around. Neris is still there. Okay. Well, um... If we're gonna ambush an ambush... I mean... I could just go out there. Are you comfortable with doing that? Or do you feel like you would be more productive on the ambush side? Well, I mean, I'm scared of the the mystical arts. A couple of bandits? <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Okay. Suit yourself. I'm going to take off to the right side. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Orgle's perception check of 17. Valmea, give me a perception check. I love that there's no like actual plan here. We're just... <laughs> no. no we're kind of just going for it. I'm, I'm big on saying I'm doing something and then I run off before there's any <laughs> sort of like round table discussion. Uh, this is 15. Okay, I just rolled really high. No. So, Valmea, as you're walking up the right side, um, a hand comes around and covers your mouth. I wouldn't move, sweetheart, or you'll die. I'm going to beat And that's where we're going to end for tonight. They out ambush the ambush ambush. <laughs> they ambush the <laughs> ambush the ambush. I cannot wait to beat this guy up. How did we not expect the ambush ambush ambush? He rolled, I feel like I He rolled a Nat 20. <laughs> I'm so. going to beat 
it was not. Um. <laughs> or, Orgel, Orgel beat his guy pretty well. And then Valmea, a nat 20. You had to be a nat 20. Is Silsey, what was he doing? Silsey uh, was left standing there as Nerys went to the wagon <laughs> and you went up to the right side. Silsey was just left standing, looking around. So he will follow Orgel into the woods, but he won't follow me in an ambush. Yes. <laughs> Unreal. See how it is, Silsey. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for episode two, and we will see you on the 1st of June for episode three. All right.